Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 172, Hereafter, with Kevin Lynch. Hi, pals. It's, uh, ooh, I'm excited this week. Oh, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. I'm Flonk. Hooray. Welcome. Flonk, you are here for undoubtedly my, episode? my yeah, favorite episode of Justice League. Yeah, it fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> I was looking ahead to see, like, is this my favorite overall? And there's a couple JLUs that might edge this out, but this, Justice mm-hmm. League-wise, this is absolutely the best one. So it's certainly the best so far. Like, yeah. Well, we're almost done. Yeah. I think we got... God, we are. I think we got two more pairs and then the finale, so, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see looking forward next week you got wild cards which is a pretty good one. that's a joker one that's not bad mm-hmm. i comfort and joy i don't know what that is and then is that the one where where martian manager learns the true meaning of christmas no that's that's in jlu right. that's about bat boy uh, it's only funny to me news, bat boy it. all right and then uh the the, the three-part finale about the thanagarians so yeah i think it's safe to say this is the best one all right cool I, and really, this rules. By the way, I, really, this is—I was saying before we started that this is like six good episodes crammed into two. So, uh-huh. like, like each act of this is just a whole different story, which is part of what makes it great. But uh, let's get into it, Flunk. Why don't you tell us about hereafter? Look, Clark Kent has become unstuck in time. It all started when his greatest foes all got together: Metallo, Toy Man, Livewire, Calabac, and Weather Wizard. Sure. <laughs> They start fucking up downtown Metropolis. Toy Man's got a big Decinto gun, and after some fisticuff, he Decintos Superman. It's not easy to commit a genocide with one person, but somehow Toy Man did it. Good for him. We do a speed run on Man of Steel 20, and then it's off to the Watchtower, where for some reason Lobo has decided he's going to replace Superman on the team. It's a pretty typical scene where the heroes fight and then become friends, except for the part where everyone still hates Lobo. The Superman Revenge Squad returns to do what they do best, throw cars around in Times Square. The entire Justice League and Lobo go to stop them, except Batman, who is dealing with tragedy in the normal and healthy ways he's known for. Another fight ensues, and after their victory, the League sadly contemplates how much better their lives would be if their friend Superman was still here to throw Lobo into the sun. Smash cut to hell. Uh, I mean the future. Actually, no, I was right the first time. But Clark doesn't know that yet. He just knows he's on a strange planet with a red sun, so he loads up his 1950s Cadillac and travels across the wasteland. He meets some rad scorpions, an old Brotherhood Steel hideout, and Vandal Savage, who fills him in on the last 30,000 years. Week after Superman died, Savage conquered Earth, and it turns out that was a bad idea. But the thousands of years in isolation have really changed Savage's perspective, so he builds a time machine, enabling Superman to return. Clark goes back in time, is reunited with his super friends, and somehow stops present day. Uh, somehow stops present day Savage. In the future, Vagil, Vandal watches as his dystopia is replaced with a utopia. Then he is slowly erased from existence, where I guess he'll be no trouble at all. Uh, he doesn't show up trouble. again, so I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh. it. The uh, Vandal Savage arc. I, I think it's a pretty I'm good arc, honestly. Yeah, yeah, from. From guy who thinks he's better than Hitler and was right, like be- better mm-hmm. at being Hitler, let's be clear, not like a better sure. person. <laughs> um, 
to oh, I would say a lot of people are better than Hitler. Yeah, I, we're, most of us are better than Hitler, I would say. Like, but no, he Certainly thought he would be, this podcast. He thought he would be a better Führer, and he was correct mm-hmm. to genuinely reformed supervillain who feels bad about stuff that he did. That's a pretty fucking solid arc, I would say. Mm-hmm. I also kind of like he's clearly lost his mind in the future, and that yes. made him into a good person. I love yeah, it. Sometimes it's like that. I love, and between the delivery and the animation, Superman says, you're crazy. He goes, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I don't tell you, I've been alone for 30,000 years. I went crazy, and then I got normal again, and then I went crazy again. And then I stayed crazy for a really long (laughs) time. I just... (laughs) The brain is not programmed to be able to um, do this for this long, Clark. you, You know I'm a caveman, right? Like, like I've had time to acclimate to to like cities and cars and stuff, but this is this is some heavy shit that I made this happen. Was too so, much. Yeah, the the idea of a dude who just lived through the entirety of humanity is actually really cool to me. Now that I'm sitting here yeah, thinking he was, about it, he was there at the dawn of man, and he caused like the collapse of man. That's yep. ooh, yeah. Again, great arc. Hmm. Hmm. Pretty much covers. You really want to play the long game? Yep. But it's such a good use of him. Like, oh, uh, is he trying to take over the world again? How boring. No. I like Superman's like, did you get blasted to the future too? He's like, no, I got here the long way. This is so good. Jesus Christ. Yeah, sorry. I had to take the long way around. Uh-huh. And uh, live with the fact that I caused all of this. Mm-hmm. That was fun for me. <laughs> I like at one point, so... Superman's looking out at the at the rocket that he's building, like the, the starship. He's like, yeah, maybe I'd visit some other civilizations or whatever. And then I realized I don't deserve that. No. Because I did something very bad. So, I should just stay wow. here and maybe if I'm very lucky, not exist. Mm-hmm. The, this is jumping way ahead, but God, the, the last shot of the episode when like people just start appearing around him and like everything like just well, time, sort of fades. Time ripples. Yeah. In, it's, uh, yeah, like, it's back to the back future, to the future rules where things just kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, appear and disappear. And, it, it doesn't make sense, but time travel doesn't make sense, so whatever. But yeah, the fact well, that he's there. It doesn't need to make sense because it's cool. Yeah, in the ruins of Metropolis, and then Metropolis fades in, and then people start fading in, and then he's mm-hmm. like, oh, it worked. Oh, good. We did it. Now and I'm And then gone. he disappears. Oof. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's great. Cool. It's like, I never thought they'd manage to make him sympathetic. Yeah. But they did. They genuinely mm-hmm. did. Yeah. And they did a hero villain team up story where the villain didn't stab him in the back at the end. He's like, no, I'm genuinely remorseful and I want to help you. Yeah. I'm not going, I'm not going to fuck this up. I did the worst thing. I literally did the worst thing and I've been around for all things. Yep. And also like, so Dwayne McDuffie wrote both of these and and Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes I, I overstate just how great he is, but this really nailed, like there's so Mm -hmm. many places where, this could have descended into cliche or, or laziness or whatever, and he avoids that at every turn. Like like I said, the villain doesn't stab Superman in the back ever. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of things like that where it's like, yeah, I've seen this story. I know how this goes. But then it doesn't because yeah. he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, every single one of those, like, he just, oh, yeah, this is what you think is going to happen? No, this is better than that. All of this is better than that. Yes, they did a death of Superman story. Mm-hmm. And it ruled. We all lived through the the, the regular one, and it was terrible. <laughs> Can I, like, this is basically my good thing. Yeah. Um, this episode shows you exactly how you do a good two-parter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make it two good one-parters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, 
the first episode, which is based around Superman's death and the aftermath, a, a funeral for a friend, if you will. If I must. Like, that thing's jam-packed. You get to hit everything. You get to see the formation of the Superman Revenge Squad. You get to see, uh, like, how Superman died. It feels like a good death for him, too. It's not just Doomsday beating the shit out of him, and which the, sucks, by the way. Well, one, they got one of his nothing villains to just get a lucky yeah. shot in, which is all it took. But but two, the funeral itself is so packed. Like, they put a lot of detail in there. They put mm-hmm. everyone in their dress uniforms, and yep. they've got... Except Aquaman, who still can't wear a fucking shirt. I mean, he lives underwater. Shirts are kind of, you know, unnecessary. Um, just pick and, up a shirt on the way in, Aquaman. But you got, like, the Green Lantern Corps showing up, and a bunch of people mm-hmm. from Atlantis, and, like... The, well, in their and morning jackets. Yeah. Not Batman, though. He's too busy going, no, no he's not dead. Shut up. Uh, well, he was I, right, though, wasn't my he? My best friend mm-hmm. is still alive. And he was well, right. And the other thing is, like, that's exactly how Batman is. Yeah. yeah. He's got this moment like, where he's talking to the... They put up, a like, a Superman shield memorial in the middle mm-hmm. of Metropolis, and he's like... Ugh. Really thought you weren't dead. I really thought, like, uh, you know, yeah. I said I didn't like you, but I say that to everybody. I actually like you. And it's like, oh, admitted there is a possibility he was wrong. Yep. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but that ended up being an error. So, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Like at the end, he's like, I never thought you were dead. Yes, you did, Batman. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, but you Shut were up. You were extolling the many virtues, and you're only about halfway through. Please continue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that stuff's amazing. The party at the Watchtower is amazing. Yeah, when they have, like, like, a wake where the, they're uh, actually telling stories yes. and laughing and stuff. Yeah, it's great. So it's like, not all tearful, like, oh, he's gone. It's also, like, what friends do when a friend dies, you know? Mm-hmm. That's great. And then Lobo shows up, and it doesn't suck? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, are you kidding me? Well, that's, that's Flunk's good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't have anything to add. We, we can finish with Maggie first. Just that Lobo ruled in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of did. So you've got this one, this perfect fucking 20 minutes of just like the death of Superman. You get all that interpersonal stuff. Well, and, and, and then oh, go ahead. we jump to the future and it's the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Yep. It's the, the death of Superman stuff is... Exactly the way that sort of thing should go. Because first of all, we know he's not dead. We know there's yeah. no such thing as the death of Superman. He's going to come back in some contrived bullshit. But it really walks the line between, okay, we've gotten to know this character for 100 or more episodes of his mm-hmm. own show and then this. And this is all very earned. And we know he's okay. But still, we can take a moment and and see how people would react. So it's kind of like mm. you get to have it both ways. Because I don't feel but, narratively cheated, but we still get the emotional beats. It's very good. But also, yeah. we only know that he's okay because we know how TV shows work. Like, yeah. Well, there, but no, by the end of this episode, it is get, a possibility like, that that all this funeral stuff could be could be legit, except for the part where they're not it, going to kill Superman on a kid's show. Well, no, at, well, the, at the end of this, at the end of the first part, we get like a five second button just to say, mm-hmm. no, he's not dead. There's more story. And, yeah, see, right, but, kids. That's yeah, that's perfect. the. the the easy way to do this, though, would be to just cut between the two stories for the mm-hmm. entire two-parter. You know, no, but you like get, you get more emotional. Yeah, but that, that would have um, that would have that would have been to the to to the show's detriment if you keep on going back exactly. and forth. This is just yep. like let's deal with all of the Superman present day stuff, and then let's mm. go to the future and deal with all the the apocalypse stuff. Well, yeah, exactly as rules, and exactly as Maggie said, this is how you do a two-parter. Is you basically got you don't have an A story to B story. You have two A stories, and you. Mm-hmm. 
show the first part and then the completely related but entirely separate second part. It's perfect. Yeah. And then you have enough time for everything you need. Like, it, n- none of this feels wasted. No. The first episode is, like, it's everything is going on in it, but it's still, it doesn't feel like it's dragging. It Like, nope. it doesn't feel too rushed. No, I we, put down in my notes, usually I wait for a slow or, you know, long action sequence to take a mm-hmm. bunch of notes. And I did not have that opportunity here because there were no points in which I was even remotely bored. It's good that yeah. I've seen this episode a hundred times, so I didn't have to pay full attention. Yeah, I, I just straight like, up stopped and put my notebook down at one point. I'm like, I'm not yeah. writing anything, so why am I even holding this? Yeah, no, I just like, want to enjoy this for a bit. In, in in an episode that is not even the Superman show, like, we got time with Lois and Lex, like, the two other most important well, Superman characters. Let's get you know? it, because this kind of relates to your bad thing, but it's sort of tangentially. I, here's the thing. I, I get not being able to get everyone who voiced a villain back for this episode, like, and they got the important non-regulars. They got Lois, they got Lex. Alfred fucking shows up in this episode. Both, we haven't seen him in forever. Both Alfred and Lois have, each of them have maybe 10 lines of dialogue, and they both just completely, one, they remember the characters, two, they really mm. bring something to the scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Lois's shit with Lex is so fucking good. Holy shit. She just, Dana Delaney just choked with tears for her entire yeah. five-second I... appearance. I liked her. I didn't like the scene, though, because I, I just there's something about a villain feeling. Re- it, it reminded me of Dr. Doom crying at 9-11. Like, ah, ah, but no, hang, this isn't what happened. Typically, I would agree with you. However, at the end of the Justice Lords episode a few weeks ago, he said, I'm done with supervillainy. I'm going to get into politics now. I read this as politician Lex absolutely would do this manipulative. Oh, yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's, I got to show you I've moved on from being yeah. a look, look at me. I'm a compassionate leader who can put his, uh, you know, differences aside and mourn with the people in his head. He's just going da 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 Hey, can we can we uh, let me know when the pallbearers head off that way? Because I got a grave to piss on. Yeah. <laughs> Mercy, watch the door. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you were saying about the, the voices. Oh, yes. So the problem here is that, like, since this is jam-packed, we have a bunch, we have, like, basically the entire Superman Revenge Squad is made up of people doing impressions of the Superman Revenge Squad, and also Worf is there. Well, the it's a, it's a budget issue, and the, the DC would yeah. confirm this. Like, they could not afford Malcolm McDowell. I guess they used up all their sandwiches. And say, how expensive could Malcolm McDowell possibly be? And Miguel Ferrer, yeah. and like, but all those guys plus Dana Delaney, plus the, mm-hmm. is it Ephraim Zimbalist, the guy who plays Alfred, I think? Yes. Like, yes. All, Junior. Plus, they brought back the guy who did fucking Lobo. It was just Brad Garrett, but still, like, yeah. it, that's still another guy. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of voices in here. So it's like, that, that made me excuse the voice thing, except. That the mm-hmm. episode opens with these guys talking around a table and it really calls attention to it. Well, because we're not sure supposed does. to know who they are. They're all like covered in shadow. Yeah, they're wearing, and wearing cloaks, right? Mysterious cloaks. And it's like, well, so we're supposed to be able to identify them by their voice, except, Hi, you know, Metallo. we can't. That, mm-hmm. that, that's the other thing is the Superman Revenge Squad very much, no one in that team feels like the type of person who's going to put a cloak on and have a, a clandestine meeting. Well, do you really think the instance, uh, the My Buddy doll is going to put on a, yeah. a cloak and I was gonna say, toy around a candle? It fucking uh, Livewire shows up and like, Here's a, here, put this cloak on. We're going to do some cult shit. I'm not doing that. What are you 
talking about? I'm on the radio, for fuck's sake. I, I, don't, I, I don't put on goofy what? shit like that. No, no, put your cloak on. We're going to gather around a table and shove knives into it. The only Can time I put on a Superman? cloak is during a 92-minute rock block when I have to raise money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only for sticks and stones weekends. Oh, my God. <laughs> only during anyway. Metallica. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, my point is these impressions are terrible. My Malcolm McDowell was better than this guy's. And trust me, they could have gotten me back when this yeah, that episode was, came uh, out. The guy, I did not have a lot going on. The guy doing it was Corey Burton, the guy who usually does Brainiac. And he's mm-hmm. one of those voice actors that's been in everything. And I'm surprised he didn't have a better Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Because he's a good voice actor. Kind of okay. throw Brainiac in there and not really change anything either. That would have been fine. Yeah, I, I think I think the point of this was that they were all sort of B list. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Brainiac's a little too yeah. A list, but but yeah. you know, it's not like these Metallos guys have the anything specific there. to their personalities. I yeah. I love that Toy Man killed him so much. I if, I was about to say I wish they'd spent more time with. I don't wish anything. It was exactly mm-hmm. what it needed to be. But it could have been an interesting side thing to to see the fallout of like. Toy Man being the guy. Yeah. Like how the villains react to that, how they treat him. Do they do they respect him now or do they resent him? Like, yeah, then all of a sudden Darkseid's coming after Toy Man for revenge. Yeah. <laughs> this episode reminded me, I, I still don't care for most of that fourth world stuff, but how much I enjoy Calabac because his entire point is to canonically suck and show us that the yep. fourth world is lame and anyone can beat them. Okay, the well, fight with Lobo part. was so funny to me. <laughs> It's so good. Lobo just He's keeps on his ass handed to him ten times. In the, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. So, you done yet? So, no, I can take several more cars. Uh, go ahead. Father, please. <laughs> I'm staying out of this. Uh, but yeah, Flunk, let's, <laughs> let's get into the Calabac, Lobo. Calabac, did I see you put a cloak on earlier? No, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into the whole Lobo thing, because... Once again, was, I have to remind Maggie, every time she hears Lobo, she's like, oh, and every time mm-hmm. he shows up, he's actually pretty good. And it's it's a good Lobo. It's a weird choice, too. Like, mm-hmm. if, like, like I said, it's two one-parters, so it really feels like they just wanted to do a Lobo joins the Justice League episode. Yep. Um, and you know what? That's fair. Yeah. And then, like, well, yeah, he, he just shows up. He's like, yeah, I'm a... I'm going to be the new Superman now. You guys are all going to love me, right? And they don't. They want him to leave. They hate him. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love everyone. Like, Hawk Girl hates him immediately, of course. But oh, even, yeah. fucking, even Jean is like, okay, I've had enough of you. Jean has the best lines. He hates Lobo so much. Well, it's actually, uh, one of those is, is my quote if we want to do that now. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. This is the, actually the very end. Yeah. Next time you lollipops need help, don't bother asking the main man. We didn't ask you this time. So perfect. Uh, and just the the DC Wiki pointed out, and this is a useful thing they pointed out, that he promised Superman, he you know, for his sake, he wouldn't bother people on Earth anymore. Mm-hmm. And the second Superman's gone, he's doing it. Yep. Well, not that, but yeah, he technically continuity. doesn't bother anybody on Earth. Well, that's also what the he DC bothers the Justice League in like, space. But then when he goes to Earth, mm-hmm. he's fighting he um, for, on the side of the good guys. Yeah, hey, but he's also worry, fighting Calabac. He's not from Earth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So 
Yep. I can't uh, I can't fight that little mannequin guy, but uh, this guy who's not from Earth, I'll put my uh, fucking fists on him all day long. Yeah. Surely somebody's going to pay me to, to beat him up too, right? Because, I mean, look, right? nobody likes I covered it in him cause, and now I'm going to teabag him. <laughs> 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 fucking Dark Side gives him 20 bucks to beat up his son. <laughs> I'll give you 30 for the teabagging. <laughs> Yeah. Joke's on you, pal. I would have done that for free. <laughs> uh, me and my ball sack are really living it up tonight. <laughs> what a great day for me and my ball sack. That's a sentence I've never said before. Oh, well. In character as Lobo, to be fair. Sure. Yeah. Um, My good thing. This is, I said... My favorite episode of Justice League, like, because I've been saying this since we started, I love a prove the hero still a hero without his power story. Like, yep. it's one of my favorite kinds of superhero story because the writers are forced to show you who the guy is instead of just showing mm-hmm. the cool stuff he can do. But he still does some really cool stuff. But mm-hmm. it's all with his brain, which he actually does have. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't Super go all brain. Counselor Troy with his like, oh, I don't have powers. The only thing that makes me special, he just fucking gets on with it. Where are you? <laughs> and like, we also see like very strong displays of compassion. That is mm-hmm. the cornerstone of Superman for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like he doesn't like the, the, the terrifying wolf pack. He does not hurt them at all until he's got no choice. And even then he, min- he very clearly minimal minimizes, like he goes after the leader and that's it. Yeah. And there's a bunch that of points where he so could good. he could be carving his way through people and things and or you know things I guess and he just mm. doesn't and then with yeah. Vandal Savage he gets mad for a minute but he's like you know what you're right I'm going to choose to believe you because I'm a good person and like yep. yeah good for you Superman it is entirely possible that after thirty thousand years that you might have changed all right mm-hmm. this all checks out and if You've not got I'll some just punch you in the books. face again. It's all very good. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. you know, again, we get to the core. Uh, we've really kind of lost Superman this season. Yeah. Like he's been kind of a whiny little bitch most of the season and it's kind of nice to get back to, oh, this is why he's cool. Okay. I mean, yeah, this is like, this is what I'm here for, man. This is why I like this guy. Plus, at the same time, we get a whole like fucking heavy metal, like weird landscape of giant cockroaches and mm-hmm. he's armed with a sword that he made himself and a hammer. Yep. He forges a sword that's so fucking cool. And I did not fall asleep. No. You hate a sword. I hate a forging because then someone's going to tell you about it for 20 minutes. <laughs> Forged in the fires of the house of my, oh my God. A forge is just one step away from a realm. Nobody wants that. Oh, <laughs> realms. This is all like a realm kind of, but it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. And he grows a fucking barbarian beard. He's got the tattered costume. It's so, oh. Well, and the barbarian beard's great, too, because it shows you time has actually passed, like, here and in the real world. Like, he was not gone for for a weekend, you know? No, and also he doesn't, like, he can't shave. And I don't think they've Mm. ever addressed, does he shave with his uh, heat vision or not? But either way, he doesn't have a razor either, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think Um, under the red sun he would have regular hair, but either way he can't. Oh, see yeah, that his makes face sense. to shave it, so. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but shaving is still pain in the ass. Yeah, and you need a mirror also. You might not have one of those. Yeah. Well, the car has mirrors. Never mind. I, yes. But 
it's all just so like he he looks like a badass barbarian and like I had like I have a collection of JLU figures and I don't mm-hmm. like I bought them at a fl- most of them at a flea market. I was like, okay, if I find more cheap, I'll get them. But this is not going to be one of those collections where I spend two hundred dollars on a single figure. This is like I have some of those, but this isn't that because I really need cable. And then they well, no, I have like I have some collections like that, but I said this would not be one of them. And then they put out this version of Superman. I was like, okay, I will pay a lot of money for this, but that's all. Yeah. And I don't regret that. Guy. It's so cool. Does he come with a sword? Uh, no. Oh, better get your forge out. Into customizing. Yeah. yeah. Better. <sighs> and some wolves to beat up. Mm-hmm. And cockroaches and so forth. It's just, mm-hmm. oh, it's so good. Luckily, giant cockroaches are not hard to find, but I probably wouldn't introduce them into your basement. No, preferably not. The The whole sequence we're talking about is the first half of the second episode, and there's like three lines of dialogue the whole time. Like, he tries to raise yep. the watchtower on his communicator. Then, at one point, he says like one sentence by way of like internal monologue. When the when the car runs out of gas, he's like, I should have got the compact. That's <laughs> it. That's all says. And then, as he gets close to where he thinks the watchtower is he tries to call them again. Otherwise there's no words for 10 minutes and it's still compelling television. At least I didn't get the Tesla. I'd be dead by now. (laughs) No Tesla survived beyond five years from now. Those are the first things to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look, Tesla's exploding is what ended the universe. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tracks. But I also love Elon Musk would end the world and also give it a stupid name. Yeah. That tracks. Ugh. But I also love, like, again, something that should have been profoundly stupid was the reveal that he's on Earth. Like, okay, mm. I've seen Planet of the Apes and a million things copying that. This is going to be dumb. But no, he's because for the first 10 minutes, you think he's on a red sun planet. He doesn't have his powers. Yep. And like, yeah, there's like weird shit in the, in the sky. Planet. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the watchtowers in a deep canyon someplace because it's crashed out of orbit. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. And then yeah. Vandal Savage is like, hey, buddy. Like that's that's a pretty good twist. It's it's I mean it's a real good Planet of the Apes uh, take, yeah, but, you know. But in a way that it still catches you off guard and oh, it's not like yeah. oh this again. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I would have loved to have gone into this not knowing he was like he was in the future. That would be awesome. First time I saw it, I didn't. Yeah, blew my goddamn mind. It was so mm-hmm. good. <sighs> what I a still, great episode. I still am stunned. By uh, Vandal Savage being voiced by Phil Morris, the guy mm-hmm. who played Jackie Childs and Cyborg's dad on Doom Patrol and a million other things. His luscious son. Yes, his delicious son. <laughs> oh, my God. Just just like it doesn't sound anything like him. And he's just so amazing. Mm hmm. Ah. OK, what else? Let's see here. Uh, Flung, uh, what's your bad thing? Yeah, my bad thing about is, the well, future stuff. My bad thing was going to be my good thing, but it turns out this is a really good episode. I couldn't think of a real bad thing. Mm-hmm. So I picked the oh, really like, stupid oh, thing that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Vandal Savage's house is like, you know, tw- it's a giant skyscraper. It's yeah, got he's a million, billion the rooms. building on Earth. Yeah. And for some reason, he's making Superman sleep on the couch. I love that. I interpreted that to be Clark was raised to be humble. And he's like, oh, you don't have to get a guest room ready on my yeah, account. Yeah, but he must have – he's got to have like five guest rooms. Oh, or at I, least a fold-out couch. Yeah. Although like, oh, I, I don't he, want to be any trouble. He When he was building the place, he wasn't going to have any guests. So maybe. That's true. Yeah. 
I like that he's appropriated. I guess I can put you up in the guest room? <laughs> it's he's he's turned this like I don't know what it was. It was a museum or no. something, but he's collected all this stuff from across Earth and like plus he's got a little kitchen, like he's got everything mm. except a guest room apparently. Yeah. I mean, like you have 30,000 years, I guess you could just build by hand a fucking skyscraper and no, nah, I'm you. sure he just squatted in whatever the best building was. Look, that's what I'd do, but mm-hmm. fucking also, I don't know, 30,000 years. What the fuck are you going to do with your time? Yeah. Finally uh, get caught up on all these fucking comic books I need to read. <laughs> there's time And then now. your glasses there's break. There's time now. Yep. Oh, no, my two pairs of glasses. <laughs> uh, Let's see what else. Lots of things. Mm-hmm. Lots of things. Oh, okay. So my bad thing. Yeah. So we did get all those people we talked about at the funeral. We also have uh, Ma and Pa Kent and mm-hmm. Kara and Lana Lang. And that begs the question, why wouldn't they just out his secret identity now that they think he's dead? And Yeah, right. The, the answer is he's not dead and we have to keep living in this fictional universe. But come on. Well, and it's weird, like... Like, this is not, like, a huge, this is not, like, a huge, huge funeral where everyone in the world showed up, you know? Like, I feel Ma like, and Pa are just sitting there and no one's going. I feel like the animators probably people? would have drawn more people if they could have, but. That's fair. It's hard to pack in that, you know, that many people, but mm. I don't know. Also, maybe, does Lois know at this point? I can't remember. She I think so, yeah. didn't in Superman's uh, Terrible Dream that uh with dr destiny she didn't know i thought she knew by the uh by the end of the the superman series doesn't thought tell so. her, like, i thought right i the thought they were romantically involved now because i know there's bits in jlu where they're like having a picnic up on the roof or whatever yeah i'm oh, sure okay. there's no way that they're together and she doesn't know like mm. we would have talked about that okay because i was gonna say if lois knows maybe she's like yeah they're they're my guests they were big superman fans or you know what that checks out like somebody who knows both, like figured mm-hmm. out a way to get them there. But well, weird, Clark didn't show up for the funeral. I yeah. thought those guys liked each other. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, else? I was locked in a phone booth. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, they make an Iron Giant reference, which I only point out because at this stage they were the only ones. No one cared about the Iron Giant back then. Uh, no, they didn't. I just double checked what the DC Wiki. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't make it clear if she knows. Okay. They leave it ambiguous. Oh. Yeah, that's huh. fine. All right. Oh, another another great pathetic Calabac moment is like when he thinks he's about to be taken out by uh, uh, Batman. Superman taps him on the shoulder. He turns around, notices Superman, goes, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so good." I love how pathetic he is. Yeah, it's so good. Yep. I just Batman kicking his ass too made me so happy. Like Superman shows up after and it's all like, I actually think you could have taken him. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, yeah, kick his ass, Batman. Yeah, he's Calabac. That's what he's for. Mm-hmm. He ain't no Calabac girl. <laughs> that would have been a contemporary reference at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. It's all contemporary references for me. I don't know when music came out. All right. Uh what else? Uh, uh, to power the time machine, um, they have to go and find some kind of generator that that the cockroaches stole for warf- for for warmth. Um, mm-hmm. And it turns out it's just a little yellow sun that gives Superman his powers back. Yeah. 
That that fucking reveal is so good. Yeah. That's another just one that he... should have felt like a cop out where he falls in the thing. I'm like, well, how the fuck are they going to get out of this? And he just flies out like Superman. I'm like, you did such a good job of getting me to like Superman without powers. I forgot there are conditions where he can fly. Yeah. And then he just flies out and beats cockroach ass. And God damn, it's like, it's so good. Yeah. And it's like the it's it's a it's. It's subtle, and maybe I'm reading into it, but, like, to me, that's your Jesus metaphor that's not oh, beating yeah. you over the head. You thought he was dead, and he's risen back up, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's with, the with, end with of it. the holy light around him and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, don't belabor yep. the point. It's just one quick moment, and that's all. Mm-hmm. Fucking Zack Snyder. God. Uh, rolls the what else? Rolls the rock out of the front of the time machine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jimmy denies him three times. You know how this goes. <laughs> jeepers, jeepers, jeepers. <laughs> and he summons Mr. Jeepers in the process. Oh, God. Uh, There's just so much, but I don't want to just keep saying, that's cool, that's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's all yeah. cool. All my notes are just, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Well, Everything about this episode is fucking cool. Maggie, that's because it's cool. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh-huh. Uh, they name checked uh, Ray Palmer, who is the oh, Adam. Yeah. He'll be showing up in JLU, but at yep. this point, it was just like, "Oh, that guy exists. Nice." Mm-hmm. That's where the uh, generator came from. Yep. Guy named Ray Palmer made like a son, like a little son. Mm-hmm. He took a big so son and shrunk adventures. it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just kind of his thing. You haven't met him yet, but uh, then he sent it thing. through his phone. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing he does. He likes to send stuff through the phone. Oh, right. He can't do that anymore. No. It's so sad. Yeah. That's why you haven't seen the Adam in anything any, anymore. The Adam's you can't great, get around. The Adam's greatest nemesis, Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Curse you, Hedy Lamar. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's about uh, all I have. Like, I, the, yeah. just, I cannot overstate how much I love this. But Yeah, this was just a really, really good episode. Yeah. Like, I think we all kind of strained for a bad thing. Like, yeah, I guess that was kind of bad. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's way back when we covered the original Star Trek. I talked mm-hmm. about the Tholian web being a good example of here's like four or five good concepts stacked on top of each other in one episode. Like, yeah. I, that's my favorite kind of thing when it's done well it can be done very poorly mm. but the fact that this is a story of of some guys coming for superman then it's the story of superman being dead then it's the story of lobo joining the justice yeah. like it's so many different ideas but they all work oh well and i love i love that it's just like this is why superman is important you know yeah this is why superman is important this is this is superman being cool like this is what you show people yeah, when yeah. they're like, I don't like Superman. Take away everything and I said, that makes him the, all the all the unrelatable. Oh, he's too powerful. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. So let's get rid of all that. And this is why he's yeah. Take, if if we dropped you, the, the, you human person, into this same mm-hmm. situation, would you do as well as he did? I bet not. No, because you can't. Not as great as Superman is. Well, you might be able to forge a sword. I don't know what you get up to. No, I don't know how to forge. Kidding me? <laughs> I guess I could learn. From where? I could probably Maggie? do it if I had laser eyes, but not without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe if I could watch a bunch of YouTube videos. But hey, guess what? <laughs> Ray Palmer took out his nemesis before the world blew up, and uh, there's no more <laughs> Wi-Fi. Thanks a lot, Ray. Ah, you'll all thank me. <laughs> Just wandering mm-hmm. around the wasteland, holding my phone up to the sky, looking for more bars. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? 
Can you hear me now? Let the cockroaches take your phone. <laughs> like a hey. pelican in, a, in an ICP song. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I haven't thought about that in a while. There's a contemporary music reference for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> also, I, I, I said this during Dwayne McDuffie's last uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of got the impression he didn't like Superman, and uh, I never mind. I changed my mind. I take it back. Because that's the one he with likes all the Superman magic. so much. That's the one with the magic where he's just writing him as like, I hate this. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. I should be in charge, and I hate this. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, are you grinding an axe against Superman, Dwayne? What's what's going on here? What's going on? No, no. No, just wait. I got one in the pipeline that's gonna gonna show you. I love him. Trust me. Yeah, trust me. You're you're gonna you're gonna have a great mm-hmm. time. Uh, once and again, I did. What's that? And I did have a great time. Yeah. Once again, I'm sad that he's gone because he's yeah. absolutely turning into the best part of this whole franchise. Yeah. What a fucking loss. He would have been yep. like. Yep. Absolutely. <sighs> All right. Anything else? Um, I think that's it. Flunk. I think that is everything. Okay. Well, then you got a plug for us. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> Is this because Brian fell off the stage? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's something. You can find me somewhere. I, the, who knows what social media we're on this week? I, I don't know. I'm yeah, around. You know where to find me. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. All right. Uh, it don't well, matter. None of this matters. <laughs> Just say Smith. It don't matter. Uh, let's see. Our website, as ever, kidslovebatman.com. You want to write to us? Mm-hmm. We are three episodes away from the end, so... Uh, yep. Get them cards and letters coming in to kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. And like I said, next week we are doing, I just said it and now I have forgotten, uh, wild cards. Uh, Oh, yeah. Wild card. I think, if I'm not mistaken, final appearance of uh, Harley Quinn in this universe. Mm. Maybe final appearance of the Joker, now that I think of it. Oh, shit. Final appearance of her in real life, too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Arlene Sorkin died this week. That's fucking uh, shout out to a legend. Yeah, losing losing her and Conroy close to each other while we're watching all this stuff feels like extra. Like, oh, <laughs> fucking sucks. Yep. Uh, and on that note, yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, see you, folks. Twala bastiches. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. 